I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Card Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about the hobby that you love, flipping cards. We discuss the convergence of sports, culture, and collectibles. We've got you covered on what to buy, from the next breakout rookie to the new hot release on the way, and how to find all the gems. We'll break it all down. So sit back, listen up, and get ready to turn your hobby into a money-making business. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. Today, we got a lot to get into. It's a jam-packed episode. We're going to talk about a lot of things in the hobby. Brian Gray's tweet, what that means. We're going to get into that. Golden's uh, Netflix documentary series drops this week. We've got to talk about the Jalen Waddle and T situation over on Whatnot. We'll get into that. The Rangers were up 2-0. Now it's a tied series. The Cavs are down 3-1 again, but this time to the Knicks. So a lot to get into on today's episode. We got Q&A. We got Play of the Week. We got a little bit of everything this week. So it should be a jam-packed episode. But first, we'll start with what's on your mind. Lou, your point, so we'll let you go first. What's no, on your mind No, no, no. I had to look something up. I had to look something up for my what's on their mind. Okay. So Lou's got to look something up. So Ty, we'll, uh, we'll buckle down and we'll let you go first. Cool. Enjoying the NBA playoffs. So it feels like a new season. The Knicks is action. We're up 3-1. I will be in Cleveland tomorrow night uh, for the game. I'm pretty excited about it. I think my dad's going with you to that, by the way. I feel like I should drive up there and like say what's up. And just watch it live in person. Both good points. I am going to the Knicks game in Cleveland with Lou's dad tomorrow night. <laughs> that is happening. <laughs> that is happening. Uh, and you should definitely drive up there and say what's up. That'd be fun. Maybe we can do some content out front, rips and packs, because that's all the rage nowadays. You know, just outside of Knicks games, people going buck wild and crazy. Um, you can definitely feel the energy in New York City when the Knicks are rocking. Hopefully they don't blow this 3-1 lead. But I feel pretty confident about it um, growing up before our eyes. Pitch Robinson's actually a nice player. Brunson is legit. Uh, but on the other end of the spectrum, the Rangers are blowing it. Their last last year, uh, they lost after being up 2-0 to the Lightning. Came home, lost two games. Uh, similar situation right now. We need some real energy in Game 5 to turn that thing around. But my PC, Chris Kreider, was burying biscuits early on. He's got five goals uh, three games into the series. So that was fun. Pulled out the PC. We were looking at that the other night. A couple other things. Premier League keeps pushing on. Tomorrow is Arsenal versus Man City. So if you listen to this and uh, on Wednesday morning, today at 3 p.m., it's one of the bigger club footy matches of the calendar year. Arsenal versus Man City, one and two in the league right now. About six games left, seven matches left in the uh, in the campaign. And, you know, a lot of times this match kind of neck and neck may determine who wins the title. It would be a massive one for Arsenal, first in many, many years. And then City is still in Champions League, still in the FA Cup um, and pushing forward. So they're fighting for the treble, they call it, which is like if you win multiple trophies in one season. Uh, the treble is winning three. I've never heard of that before. Good, yeah, the treble. Yeah, because you got like your domestic cup. Yeah, you've got uh, you've got Champions League or Europa League, and then you've got Premier League, and then they play in a fourth one because there's kind of like the 
Carabao Cup, and then there's the FA Cup. So you could win four trophies. Happens very rarely. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's, it has to be very rare. It's fairly rare, yeah. Okay. It's like once probably every eight, ten years occurrence. More rare than not rare, some would say. It's a real, it's a real accomplishment for a sporting for a sporting. Understood. City's fighting for it. But they play United in the FA Cup final. Jimmy Butler, aka great nickname, Jimmy <laughs> Butler. Man. Last night, that was an absolute pleasure and joy to watch. I turned it on post-Ranger game. They're down 12, eight minutes to go in the fourth. And he just went ballistic. Yeah, I saw like, six minutes left in the fourth. They were down 10. And I'm like, wow, yeah, they got it. Like, And he just put up like this. 15 straight, just like made every play under the sun. Uh, it was really enjoyable basketball to watch. VCon's 23 days away. We are doing an interview today with 1.37 p.m. on our pickleball platform, Pickle Juice, with Gary, Larry Fitz, and Drew Brees. Gary who? Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, That's a cool little interview we're putting together. Magic the Gathering, just two little things. Feels like Magic the Gathering is hot. Every time I get the card ladder email, there's Magic the Gathering, new high happening in there. On top of it, we posted this uh, Post Malone was on Howard Stern clip. We did a card talk, uh, 1.37 p.m. IG collab. It hit over 100,000 million views. Yeah, it was at like 40. Then it was at like 250 over the weekend. It went up to like 1.3. It might be at 1.4 million views right now. People like Magic the Gathering. And um, And Post Malone, Malone, clearly. And then there was a fairly decent sale, like 215K for first edition Charizard PSA 10 on heritage over the weekend um which was neat to see it's a solid solid number for that card um all things considered so i am still i think magic the gathering i think pokemon still feel very healthy about all things first edition pokemon um and vintage basketball that's what's on my mind lou what about you Two things. Number one, my what's on your mind last week was about Jordan Alvarez being amazing, and he is now hurt. His neck is hurt. He's going on the injured list, and who knows when he'll be back. So, and you did uh, say, you said something about his RBIs. He's on pace. He's on it. pace. And I was like, with that set of record, and you were like, listen, don't get crazy. You might get hurt. He was due to get. He always gets hurt. He finds he's just a big dude, so he just gets hurt. So we'll see him when we see him. But anyway, the more important news is Aaron Rodgers has arrived in New York. The king of New York is here. The true king of New York. Um, the man here to bring us salvation has arrived. And uh, it's an exciting time. And weirdly enough, what I had to look up was my initial thought was, I wonder what this is going to do to Garrett Wilson cards. Um, where he was already i think not i think obviously the highest priced wide receiver just based on the um rookie of the year stuff but now i'm curious to see what happens so i was looking and i was trying to find a common card across everybody so the card i landed on this might not be the perfect example but it was the easiest one to find reference points for um the prism football patch auto the out of 99 his sold for $183 Two days ago. So this was before the trade. 183 before the trade. Who do you think the next closest of these three players who has the next closest price card? Chris Olave, Jalen Waddell, or Devonta Smith? Devonta Smith. You think Devonta Smith was the next closest? 
Yeah, Devonta Smith stuff actually sells well. We've had a couple recently, but I think it's more of a recency bias thing, so I'm going to go Alave. It is Jalen Waddle. Wow. Mm, Jalen Waddle sold for 155. Wow. Um, Chris Olave sold for 110, and Devonta Smith only sold for 100. Lou, you should check uh, mm. George Pickens. That's a good one. Let me check. I should have included him. George Pickens, Pickens is probably second in wide receivers, 1A, 1B up there. He sells pretty well. He, I would assume he sells a good bit better than Olave. Not, I can't even find. There's there's no base ones that have sold. Oh, wait. Yes, they have. They're, they're just uh, redemptions. 135 was the most recent. So above, in between Olave and uh, Waddle. I think Garrett Wilson cards might go like really crazy, which is a problem for me. Really? And that was my what's on your mind. Hmm. Yeah, it wasn't going to be what's on my mind today. I was certainly hoping we could just kind of just breeze on by that one. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> what's it like being the last place team in the AFC East? That, yeah, I mean, Reg and I talked yesterday. We were driving to dinner and, you know, she she's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers on with the Jets. I said, fuck. <laughs> I was like, yep, sure did. I'm like, you're in the this, basement. I mean, I mean, we've we've recorded podcasts or we've recorded car talk for years now, for years Patriots, I mean, they beat the Jets. You guys were talking about it last year. Like, oh, yeah, Jets are back, man. Jets are good. We beat you both times. Like, I'm like, the Jets suck. Like, we're they're, not, they're not good. And they get Lazard. They already got Garrett Wilson, who I I, I'm, I tried telling people, like, I got a tweet from, like, 2019. I'm like, Garrett Wilson will be a star. He's really good. He's very good. And he's on the Jets, right? You, again, you got Lazard. Brees Hall's coming back. You, you've what, got— What about JSN at number 15? You've got Sauce Gardner. I mean, like, defense is good. Like, we've talked about the Bills and some of their shakiness. Like, what's going to happen there? Like, I don't believe – I think Tua should retire. That's a different conversation for a different day. Like, Dolphins are good. They obviously got speed of wide receiver. But, like, I mean, man, this – I don't want to lose to the Jets. Like, you guys just know that. Like, we – we like different teams, and I think that's what makes this so fun is, like, we just do not like each other's teams. Like, I hate the two teams you guys like for college football, and I definitely don't like the Jets, and I don't like most teams from New York, hardly any team from New York. So it's just, like, to see the Jets get a top-five QB, it's like, ugh. Now, I do think, again, obviously you guys don't care. You guys are on cloud nine. I do think the Jets gave up a lot Who cares? for a guy that— the guy that said that he wouldn't play in Green Bay again, like he gave up likely a first next year pick. If you're going to go to the playoffs, that picks probably 22, 24 at worst case or best case. So uh, yeah, worst case, I guess for you, um, you gave up a second this year and you swapped two for, you know, swapped first this year. So you moved down two picks. I feel like it was a lot, but again, like you a don't first care. First and like, a second is a lot for an MVP, a back-to-back MVP. Swap two picks, a second and a first. Yeah, that's, I mean, for a guy that's got what, Two one year left, two years left. Like how many? I'm pretty years confident it'll be at least two. I don't think they would have gone the extra mile on the first. And again, I confident. I think you guys would have said we'd have given up a first next year regardless. Like it doesn't have to be conditional, and you'd give up a second. Like you would have given up more if it came down to it. Like yeah. that's the thing I look at is like you want it when you haven't won in a while. You're like, hey, we want to go back. I don't care what it costs. So I get it, but. Sucks as a Pats fan for sure. Like I'm not. My optimism is definitely creep, creep, creeping down these days. I just. Jets and now I'm like, the uh, uh, there was those reports a few weeks ago that said like P- 
Patriots are trying to trade Mac Jones. Maybe they have interest in Lamar. I'm like, let's do that. Let's mortgage the whole future. Let's go get Lamar. Like, anything but Mac Jones. I just don't believe in Mac Jones. And I'm like, please, let's just make it happen. So my new fear is that Jordan, uh, uh, Trey Lance is going to the Patriots. I'll take him on the back. That's my new fear. Yeah. I mean, you guys got Bill O'Brien. I'm a big Bill O'Brien guy. Him running the OC, I I I feel good for Patriots about what they're gonna do, but they're that they, you know, it's the Jets time. Yeah, it's the Jets time. That's a that's a tough division. That's a really tough division. The Patriots have the worst quarterback and the worst team in the AFC East. That's crazy. I don't know. I might say the Dolphins might have the worst quarterback. Why? Mike White's better than Mac Jones. <laughs> Fair shout. All right. So what's on my mind? Uh love the NFL draft. It has been, as a football card collector, the NFL draft is one of my favorite times of the year. Couple things on my mind. I don't, first and foremost, I don't understand where this, like, it's got to be an NFL thing. We talk about this every year with, like, it happened with Zach Wilson, right? Where we see a, tr- a pro day or we see some, like, footage not in the game. We see something happen and you're like, this dude's fucking got it, man. This dude is the real deal. Let's, yeah, man, he's the he's the guy. And it's like we don't watch the tape at all. Because if you watch the tape on C.J. Stroud for two years, like the best defense Ohio State has played in the last two years was the Georgia Bulldogs. Look at C.J. Stroud's numbers against the Georgia Bulldogs. Like this narrative that this S2 test, the cognitive test, that apparently like the S2 owner was on McAfee yesterday and said, yeah, these score- some of the scores that got leaked are not accurate. Regardless if he wasn't the highest rated anyways. Did you not see that? He was shitting what on his own tests? No, he said that some of the leaked some of the leaked scores were not accurate. That the God, the oh, so like the leaked. teams are putting out fake scores. Can I Tyler. jump in real quick? Yeah, go ahead. What Tyler. was the old NFL draft test that they did that you could do it Madden? The Wonderlick. They got rid of the it. The Wonderlick. The Wonderlick is gone. I used to love that in Madden. That was my favorite thing. I feel like the same guy just renamed his test and sold it. It was a rebrand. A classic rebrand. Re- yeah, yeah, I just S two. Get the fuck So it's like you know, Will Levis throws a ball on his knees from the fifty and hits the goalpost. I'm like, that's cool, but like watch the tape on those guys last year and it's like I the upside with Richardson, I get he's a physical specimen. Hendon Hooker looked good until he got hurt. He's a little bit older coming up. Like, those are great, but like Stroud has the like has it on tape, and I just I don't understand. Like the narrative that like Ohio State quarterbacks haven't been good in the NFL. That's a fact up to this point. I can't argue that. But the the difference with Ryan Day at this point is clearly something. Like, Haskins had some potential, obviously, before he tragically passed. Fields has, I mean, almost broke the rushing record as a rookie. Like, there's some, there's certainly some upside to these guys here. And it's like, I just, the narrative we're trying to sell right before the draft, they're like, hey, Stroud's not good. He can't coach. Like, he's just Ohio State. It's just this or that. It's it's so ridiculous. Like, I'll be so disappointed if he goes behind some of these bums. That's Ty shaking his head for those that are not listening. He didn't say that the scores aren't real, Ryan. That's not what he said. I didn't say that. He didn't say they were real. I just said that some of them that were leaked weren't real, weren't right. That's not what he said. What did he? All he said was quoted. take it with a grain of salt. He didn't say it wasn't true. Let me pull it up. I'm I mean, I'm looking at it. Can you ask Chad GPT if he was also involved with the Wonderlick? Yeah. Also, I don't want to get bogged down in S2 versus um, Wonderlick. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, 
But at the same time, right, it's a little bit of a stretch to say that Ohio State's putting quarterbacks out there at scale. Oh, I, I just I literally just said that. Absolutely. I can't argue the fact that Ohio State has not produced NFL talent in, in the past. But like Jim Trestle and John Cooper football is different than what Ryan Day does. I mean, Fields was 11th. Like Haskins looked good. I mean, he showed some signs, obviously did some things off the field. Like and that's a whole different conversation and certainly ended. Fields can tra- run really well. Tragically. Yeah, I mean, Fields, Fields can throw like the ball three really year. well three-year uh, flash in the pan to me, but... I'm assuming you would have rather had him, yeah. though, than Zach Wilson. Some would say he t- brought me to where I needed to be, so sometimes you gotta take <laughs> what you can get. No, Stop. I only look forward. I only go forward. That's right. Uh, I don't look back. It fucks up my neck. <laughs> right. All right, so... Yeah, that's on my mind. Obviously, the NFL draft, Bowman's best university football comes out this yes. week. I'm excited for that. I'm gonna rip a case of that. Um, probably post that on YouTube, but I'm going to rip a case of that. Get just the draft is, is it's different. I, I remember in the past just sitting there and watching the entire draft all weekend. Like I love it. It's a blast. I enjoy watching the trades happen. Obviously I was expecting the Rogers trade to happen on the draft day, but what else happens? Do, does Lamar get moved? I mean, what, what do these teams make? Is Trey Lance getting traded? Like is somebody coming up for somebody? Like, I wonder if the jets are working on another trade maybe for draft night. That'd be weird. I did hear a rumor that the Vikings are super interested in moving up to take Will Levis, which would be awesome for all of these Kirk Cousins isn't that bad guys. Like, Kellamon wasn't the guy I get that, but at some point, you got to try to replace Kirk Cousins. Ryan Tannehill, sounds like he might be on the way out. The Titans said that they were interested in moving him. Yeah, it's that time be- to move on from him, I think. Brother, it's yeah. been time to move on him for years. It's like three years time to move you try on. to you try to convince us he was like a top 12 quarterback in the league that was a whole segment on this show like six months ago when we discussed it he was it's been 18 months by the way it's been 18 months just to be clear. a lot can change in 18 months like to his ability to even be on the field and you're right jay he still might be and if he wasn't rogers as our quarterback it should have been Tannehill. But uh, but yes, I'll, I'll I'll ride with that because we're being we're the Jets fans need to stick together today. So I'm with that. Right All right, r- real quick, who uh, draft night's coming up? Who do you want the Jets to take at 15? Jason, go Buckeyes or Skaronsky. That's the real answer. But Skaronsky, the the, the Northwestern tackle. Yeah, I don't think he'll be there, but that would be like the yeah. dream. But if not, I'll take Jason yeah. happily. That's who I'm going with. Skaronsky, protect my man, a Raj. Open some room for my man Breezy Hall. He'll be back soon. I hope the Jets trade it for like a fourth rounder next year. Like just something terrible. I hope they just butcher it. They're not going to, but one can dream. I just don't want to see him get another weapon like Michael Mayer. It, oh imagine? man, trade me back to like nineteen <laughs> and give me Michael Mayer. Oh boy, I'll be Who's so disappointed. He's a the tight end. end. The tight end from Notre Dame, stud. Like the best tight end in this class. We have like a like, hundred tight ends, but it doesn't matter. He's good. I really don't want a Notre Dame player to get drafted, but but they're yeah, so but good. Michael Mayer, Lazard, Garrett and Wilson, Brees Hall. Oh man, that sounds terrible. Jets become yeah. like Jets are borderline like top five team in the NFL with Rodgers. Throw another piece or two in right. there. Right. Like, let's let's be very clear. I'm scared of two teams in the AFC and like one team in the NFC. Bengals, Chiefs, Eagles. Yeah. And maybe and we'll probably the Niners. So that's bit. four. Top Can five. We simmer it down a little bit. Who are you, you scared of? Are you scared of the Bills? Just hey. Let it play out, Lou. Just right now, are the, are the Bill are the Jets going to win the AFC East? No. Optimism was high. 
Now you said you're not scared of these teams. Not because he's trying to let it play out. I'm just saying. Keep myself a little bit of room. These te- <laughs> Sounds like you might be a little bit more scared than less. Scared. No, listen, we're a we're a we're a playoff team, so we just got to get we got to get to January. Get me to January, and we'll figure the rest of it out later. The, the Lou quote: "I just want to play meaningful games in January. Just get me to January. That's it. One time." All right, I do think we should move on. We've got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. I want to get into the Brian Gray tweet, see what that might mean. I want to talk about uh, the Topps PSG triple auto. I want to get into the Sapphire 101 Holland was pulled and the Netflix documentary. But first and foremost, I do think we have to talk about the situation. Blew up on Twitter this weekend. It blew up out of nowhere. The bleacher breaks... One of one, Jalen Waddle and T. Um, I think I first saw about it like Friday, but Lou, you probably know a little bit more about it. You you were were reading quite a bit on it. It sounds like I kind of paid attention. Yeah, I was really locked in on the Bleacher Break story this weekend. Where you are you being sarcastic? I was a little bit. I mean, I saw like the tweet. I sent it to the chat. That was pretty much it. Gotcha. Um, so I'll let you probably talk more about it. I don't know as much, but I I think we've got to talk about this situation because. At large picture, right? I saw Whatnot CEO Grant came out and said, hey, they ship a lot of packages, a million packages a year. That's obviously a lot that, you know, we ship nowhere near that and mistakes happen and breaks unintentionally, right? But it happens like we do a f- the this much of that amount of like nowhere near it um, and mistakes happen. So I get it. But again, there's been some speculation that some of the Again, this is all speculative, but there's been some speculation that some of the text messages that have come out, um, a lot of the feedback I saw on Instagram personally was that they look scripted. They don't look as authentic. There's a little bit more here. Whatnot has not said anything yet. I'm certainly expecting that will happen here very soon, but I wanted to kind of run it by you guys and just get your thoughts on the situation at large and, you know, what it means to the, you know, the sports card hobby in, at a, you know, in a whole. Yeah, I don't have too much of a a take. Uh, I haven't dug in. Uh, I haven't done investigative research or any of that jazz. You know, I think that where there's a, sometimes a sniffy sniff, there's a there's a little bit more under the uh, under the hood. There um, seems a little sketch. Reactions seem not good. Everyone loves a little hobby drama. I don't have too much meat to my uh, to my statement. I, I, if I'm being super candid, like I've heard of bleacher breaks three times, so I don't I don't have much for this. I think what it's calling into question is the responsibilities of the breaking platforms. We've got whatnot. There's a, some other platforms that are picking up steam, selling live on QVC is becoming a bigger thing. Who bears that responsibility? What are the tools that are in place for these sellers? Who has good relationships with the platforms? Who do the platforms turn their eye to? All that jazz is uh, coming into question. The hobbies are a little loosey-goosey, runny-gunny. People can get uh, ahead of themselves with money and forget that they got to take care of their customers the right way. And then there's the other side, which is the drama always gets built. People love to talk. People love to pour gasoline on fires. So I don't, I don't have to. 
meat. I don't have an opinion who's right, who's wrong. I haven't looked into it enough, and I'm not a judge and jury. Yeah, I think my main takeaway was you're 100% right, Ty. There's always going to be like the fire that gets thrown on it and all of that stuff, which is always very dumb and unproductive and kind of stops real conversation from happening about these things because whether it's true or not, which I have no opinion on one way or the other, it just highlights the fact that there's not a lot of rules in place for protecting customers. And I think we talk about that a lot. We being the hobby in general, we talk about customers having protections and making sure that people are being taken care of and making sure we're being good to people and all of that stuff. And then you get on these platforms where the most action is happening and things like things like cards going missing are happening supposedly. And there's really no response to it other than we'll just refund you. And while that's great and that is def- that should definitely be done, what about the actions that are potentially taking place and what are we doing to prevent that from happening again? And the idea of it happening three or four or five times and it becoming a public issue before it gets addressed, I think is where people get upset, rightfully so. Um, so I think I would like to see it play out more. I'm sure whatnot has more to say and, you know, obviously put the blare over all of this of like Ryan said, like Ryan works with them, Ryan does business with them. So I think we as a group will be more understanding and wait to see more information than the public will be. So I would like to see what happens with whatnot's response before saying anything else really. Yeah. It's hard to add a whole lot more than what you two add added like i think that's very true like the the fuel to the fire thing when it blows up in the hobby like the hobby loves i mean most people like the world loves a good story and there's a lot of fuel to the fire there i think i would echo lou what you said though about like you talk about preventative and i think that's the thing that i i see the most in this is you know I talked about it with you guys earlier about, you know, if this happened on Instagram, this happened on Facebook, this happened on YouTube, any non, any platform that is used to broadcast, but not an intentional selling app, the, the reimbursement towards the, the buyer would have been zero. Instagram's not giving anybody anything back. YouTube's not giving anything. Facebook would tell you, no, thanks. Like we don't, we don't know what this is. Like there, there wouldn't be any support there. So I believe what not as because this isn't the first time this happened on whatnot like i'm not oblivious to this i obviously we sell a ton on whatnot is a big part of our business i am not uh, oblivious to that i love selling with on whatnot i love working with whatnot i i believe they're genuinely good people this isn't the first time this has happened on there but whatnot has tried to make it right after the fact but that would be part of my biggest feedback to whatnot is Some of it needs to be more proactive and have some of these things in place from the start rather than just being reactionary and it's, hey, sorry this happened, we'll be more strict, we'll make those rules after the fact. If some of the harsher uh, stipulations to get on the app or harsher penalties are in place ahead of time for these things to happen, maybe they might not happen as much. If the penalty was far more severe for doing something like this, whether it was intentional or unintentional, it's probably a lot less likely to happen. You would have things as a business in place to prevent some of these cards from going missing. Obviously, it's human error, like things are going to happen. There's a good amount of cards that this has come out of sense, like, hey, I didn't have this T-Law, this Romo 101, the Waddle. This isn't the first time a big card has gone missing. Again, not here to argue the volume. Um, but I think tougher stipulations in place to get more 
preventative and more proactive on the upside would prevent some of these things on the backside. Again, I expect whatnot will take care of this and will do the buyer right. It obviously doesn't give them the waddle. It doesn't change. You know, I, don't, I don't know how that situation is going to unfold, but I think that's my biggest feedback is there's things that we can do now that like, hey, this has happened once, this happened twice, this happened three times. Like this has happened before on whatnot. At this point, it's, hey, the penalty needs to be harder and selling on there needs to be tougher because if not, it the hobby is already very critical of whatnot for some of the things that have happened in the past. To me, this is an opportunity to really set the bar straight on like, hey, if this happens again, there's a lot less um, leeway. It's th- This penalty is much more severe, and I think those things will, will stop happening, but yeah, it's again, I'm not here to play judge and juror. Like, like Ty said, it's just, to me, it's a harder stipulations in place can help prevent some of this from happening in the future. On the back of that Pokemon had its own little card, uh, scandal. Really? Do you guys see that at all? That was insane. Absolutely insane. Someone got caught, you know, working at the printing facility, taking the hits, and went to go sell them based on what I know, what I see on the internet at like a local car shop. And uh, it came back like, what is going on here? It was the Fusion Strike Packs, I believe. And it didn't look like it was a few cards. It looked like it was an insane amount of them. Hundreds, like stacks of this big, so. like stacks this big of unsleeved, like, what are they called? Hollows, like EXs, like the best stuff yeah. in the packs. I mean, these stacks were humongous. There, there was a guy stealing all the hits off a of, off the production line. Zippers here, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw the photo on IG. Again, I'm not in the Pokemon world. Like Ty is certainly, you know, he knows more about it than, than either of us do. This situation for sure. Yeah. You know more about it than Lou and I do. That's, I mean, that, there's not, that that is a fact. But I saw it. And again, like you see this, this picture that leaked this table's humongous. It's probably an eight foot table and it's got piles and piles of piles of like what appears to be the better stuff in the product. And it's all laid out. Like, I mean, there's gotta be. And he just pulled up on a card show with that? A card shop and was like, Hey, I want to move this stuff. You want to buy it? We're like, where'd you get all this stuff? (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's a lot of stuff. That's like in Goodfellas when they, when they do the Lufthansa heist and it's like, you can't bring all the money to one place. Like, what are you doing? Exactly right. I watched Goodfellas like three nights ago. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, poor execution by that guy. All right. We're going to have to speed some of this up here because we're going to run out of time. I know Todd's got a hard hard stop here. Big meeting. Important meeting that no one can know about. Confidential meeting that I got to go to. So I apologize. And that's a good way to get everyone to try to figure out what the meeting is. <laughs> yep. No kidding. Skip play the week. Okay. All right. Real, real quick. I do. I have seen a lot about it on social. Shout out to the Golden Team for some of the promo on it because I've seen a ton about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this week, I believe it's the twenty eighth. Yeah, twenty seventh. Uh, it says twenty eighth above. Okay, great. You're right. I'm wrong. So twenty eighth, twenty seventh, twenty eighth. At some point this week, uh, the Netflix documentary about uh, cards and collectibles through Golden will drop. What's it? Is it? What's the title of it? Golden. Golden Touch, the King of Collectibles. Golden Touch, the King of Collectibles. There we go. Lou and Jay were talking about it earlier and some stuff I didn't realize on it, but it sounds like there's some big people involved in the production of this Omaha Productions, Peyton Manning's company. Uh, the guys, Jay said the guy that did 30 for 30 was involved in it. The creator, the directors, Jay, I think directors of Pawn Stars were involved. Like, sounds like there's some big names involved in this. So 
I've seen the trailer. It looks pretty good. I will definitely watch it, but just wanted to, you guys have any initial thoughts on it? It looks pretty good. So I think it'll be something that I'll, uh, I'll pay attention to. I'm glad it's not just cards. I'm glad it's like other memorabilia. Yeah. Collectibles. Collectibles in general, I think. And I, it'll be fun to watch. Like I, I saw because Omaha's involved. I think there's gonna be like a lot of Peyton Manning. Also, just cat hair everywhere. Um, there's gonna be a lot of Peyton Manning. So that'll be fun. I'm excited to watch Peyton Manning on TV. I would love to know what the like most rare thing they have. Well, I saw one of the things they're talking now, and I, that is, I think they just dropped earlier this today or yesterday, was like Jordan's flu game yep. shoes. Saw that. Really? Yeah. In the trailer, they had a Jackie Robinson jersey that was pretty sick, too. Yeah, I don't know if it's in the documentary or not. I have no idea. But yeah, Jordan flew game shoes. That's insane. Like, that's a massive collection. Massive piece. Massive. Yeah. So, that's cool. Shout out to Golden. They just, they put in a lot of work on that, and it's going to be pretty big and I think helpful. Like, good in the collectibles community. Agreed. And I think it's going to have a lot of people talking about collectibles for at least a minute. I'm sure it'll be in, like, you know, the new and featured part of Netflix. That's a big deal. Congrats to them. Yep. Very cool. What are we thinking at this point, you guys, on the Rangers Devil Series? I'm nervous. It was 2-0 Rangers. We did the reverse par J, right? Obviously, I'm not sitting too it's good on that. It's still super in play. Super in play. The reverse par J. So, Jay said that the Knicks and the Rangers, or the Knicks and the Devils were locks. So, I went out there and did a reverse par J and bet on the Cavs and Rangers parlay to win both series. Um, obviously, not looking ideal at this point, down, you know, 3-1. Uh for the Cavs, certainly, you know, I saw Stephen A. Smith saying the Knicks want this one bad. Mitchell was supposed to be a Nick. Like, they want this one bad. Looks like they're going to win it at this point. Um, hopefully, that's not the case. But um, Rangers won, man. They are up 2-0, like Ty said. They were up 2-0 last year. Blew it again. That that Rangers team has so much talent on it. I mean, that roster is stacked. They obviously went out and got Kane. They got Tarasenko. Those, I mean, a little bit older. But, like, Kreider. And I, I always forget the centerman's name, like, Got the long hair, dude's a stud. Igor, like they're so good at just. Right, obviously, Devils are good too, but what a series! Uh, it, it, playoff hockey's been fun. Playoff basketball's been fun. Like the playoffs in general, like it just feels like it's so different than the regular season. I would love. I'm tired of seeing. It was one zero Kings. Well, then the David and the Oilers come back. They tie it again. Okay. Chance to go up. Nope, they lose again. 2-1. Then they almost lost game four. Uh, and they're like, nope, actually come back. I think McDavid had three assists. They come back, tie the series. I just want to see Edmonton win a damn series. That's all I want. And it's like, it just seems like they're trying so hard to lose it. And then they try so hard to come back in it. I'm just fired up for playoff hockey. They're grinding it out. That's what that's what playoff hockey is all about. Rangers got to get it going. I'm a little nervous. They were super flat. They do have the talent. I still feel good. I mean, what's happening is Hughes is showing up uh, Laffy, and we need a little bit more from Laffy. But overall, goalie change in hockey is always a weird thing. Truly always a weird thing, and we're dealing with this dude Schmid. Freaking Schmid came in and ruined my my party. And uh, it's always been – the goalie change, vibe change is always a scary thing in hockey, and we just got to – Take the top off a little bit. Patty Kane, we just looked uncomfortable. And the power play's got to get going. So, I mean, the last two games were 2-1. It's not like they've been beating the brakes off of us. But we've lost, I think, 
five straight playoff games at the Garden now as a, for the Rangers, and that's not good. That's really unfortunate. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, the three against Tampa. Um, I've been watching a lot of the Islanders series, too. Islanders down 3-1, right? Yeah, they're in trouble, but it's been a fun series. All right, so we are gonna we're gonna skip play of the week. So a couple more brief topics to get to here. We'll do play of the week next week. I know Jay said there's only three plays this week, so if you want to get a, a play in for next week, uh, have a sh- chance to win that. Again, feel free to reach out to Jay on the Facebook page, Card Talk Pod, or uh, on IG. So we do have a uh, we do have some Q and A. But one of the things I wanted to talk about: Did you guys see? There's a new Topps PSG set coming out. It has a triple auto with Messi. Mbappe and Neymar. From my understanding, there will be uh, a parallel number to five and a one of one. So six total copies made. I have a feeling, again, I'm not into soccer every day. Ty, you're certainly the soccer guy here. Uh, it's not something that I involve myself with on a regular basis, but I, I have a feeling that card will matter in cards uh, and definitely have some demand with only six total copies. Yeah. I uh, woke up to a text. I go to sleep around like 10 o'clock nowadays. Pretty early sleeper. But Good I, for you. I was in bed last night right around that same time, Ty. 9.30, 9.45. I went to bed at 2.30. Nice. That's good work. I'm literally up like just after that. Like 4 a.m. I'm You're up from ready to go. Like, so bad, man. I don't know what I'm... Yeah, 4, 4.30. I only get like six, six and a half hours of sleep. I just can't you sleep eight hours. Your, uh, me. alarm for 4, 4.30 or... No, naturally. You're a natural 4 a.m. wake up. I respect it. When I go to bed at 9.30 or 10 o'clock, yeah, You're absolutely. You're like an alien. Good for like, you, man. Like, That's I only awesome. need six in it. Like, I can't get more than, like, I'm not seven. making fun of you. I'm, like, amazed. No, I get it. it. I get it. Yeah. I wish I could sleep eight hours. I wish I was getting up at 6 a.m. and going to bed at 9.30. That would be great. Eight and a half hours yeah. of sleep. That's awesome. Woke up to a text from my friend Rocky, who is a big supporter of PSG. Mm-hmm. And he's pumped. Culturally, I think the card's going to matter. Those are three big names. There's only six of them. Hope they're not stickers. They'll be stickers. I think they're stickers. Yeah, they'll That's definitely be stickers. Yeah. It's triple auto. It's better than not having it. It's definitely better. It's certainly better than not having it. I like the card. I'd love to have one. Feels like it'll just naturally be very pricey. And yeah. so I, I get lost on some of those like brand new cards that are super expensive. Speaking of that, two of those relatively recently. One... The Erling Holland Sapphire 101, like PAP. I'm going to call it a PAP because I don't know how to pronounce the word properly. But like the Erling Holland 101 from Sapphire Rookie was pulled. Big card, six-figure card. And another six-figure card that actually sold was the Rock Prism. The black was the first first year black. I think that $126,000. That is a major, major wrestling card sale. That's a, that's a humongous card. It's a big card sale. Big time. Wrestling? If you go to Car Ladder, I mean, the index is around culture stuff, entertainment stuff, wrestling. Is all like kind of holding firm. Yeah, agreed. People like to collect that stuff. Maybe there's less of it made. Maybe these people are just more well known. I mean, look, we we were on a string of like three weeks in a row saying the word politics, but. <laughs> Don't let the rock get sneaky and like make a little run for. That would be wild. That would be wild. All right, so a lot of a lot of topics covered this week. Obviously, uh, we'll get back to play of the week next week. But let's uh let's wrap up this episode with some questions. Jay says we got a few here. Uh, you got Rick Ellis cards. Shout out to Rick real quick. Can I pause one second? Yeah. Will Levis 
went from 50 to 1 to 10 to 1 overnight to be the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, on Reddit, they're saying it's because he's telling his family and friends he's going number one. Hmm. What? Hmm. And I think it might be less than 10 to 1 now. Yeah, as of 51 minutes ago, uh, it was 10 to 1, so it's probably... Yeah, DraftKings Even Sportsbook. Luck. Right now, he's plus 400. That's Yeah, that's 4 to 1. I think... And I saw... Oh, on, my God! Something on Reddit, like, he told his friends or something that he's... Who's got the number one pick? The Colt? No. Yeah, the Colts. Carolina Panthers. Oh, Carolina. Yeah, sorry. The other C. Colts are right there, though. I think. That's insane. That'd be insane. And a classic. It's funny. This year, there's two. I know we talked about the draft already, so I'll go fast. There's now two people, two guys who are jumping up crazy late in the draft process that are objectively not as good as the top, the real top two guys. And it happens every year. It's crazy. Penn State transfer. We should answer this question. Yeah, yeah, we should. Sorry. Rick Ellis says, what's a card you presume is still in packs that you'd love to pull? That's hard. Ste- Seth Curry 101 Topps Chrome Superfector. Last year, made, they made Topps Basketball. It's never surfaced publicly. That would probably be my pick, too, just because I can't think of anything else. Or the Luca 101 Prison Black. I would pick the Curry over that, so I'll stay with the Curry. That's what I, w- I would agree. I'd love to pull a first edition Hollow Blastoise out of a Nice booster pack. From that would be crazy. Mm. If I had the chance to somehow rip one of those packs and then pull any of the first editions, obviously Charizard, but just to keep it interesting, I'm going to say Blastoise. There's a dove on my on my balcony right now. Jordan Dove Packers. Is that a sign? Jordan Love cards are kind of hot. There's a moment. There's hot. a moment right now. Hot. That's hot. what. That's the word to describe Jordan Love. I'm not here to say that they're a good buy, they're a bad buy, nothing like that. But to state the fact, Jordan Love cards are definitely hot right now. Undeniable. For sure. Undeniable. What's well, card collector 1116? That's a good question. What's one sporting event you would sacrifice never buying a card again to go to? Jet Super Bowl. When I would never touch a piece of cardboard ever again the rest of my life. Nothing. Zero. Never in a million years. To never touch cardboard ever again. What if I told you Ohio State never won a natty ever again, or they win a natty and you can't collect cards anymore? I would give up no national titles. Yeah. I, I th- This is all I want to do with my life, so th- the answer is beyond simple for me. Okay. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I don't know if I also weirdly have one. I don't know. My brain maybe works weird, but I feel like I can and will go to any sporting event that I want to go to in my life. Yeah, fair. So whether that's World Cup final or anything like that, I think it would probably be like owning a football team, a soccer team, and having them compete for like a cup final. Yeah, like that Wrexham thing was – that's the dream scenario. Yeah. That promotion, that video of that celebration was – Iconic. Like that, yeah. That's what I would give up to be. I would like do Ryan anything Reynolds for that feeling with Wrexham. Like, pick up the squad, turn it around, yeah. get them to where it matters, and then they pull it off. Like that would. Be- at, yeah, at that point, I would do. I would trade anything for that feeling. Well, that's like Israel Adesanya, right? Didn't he say something about that? Like, I wish you guys could feel how I'm feeling right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Classic. what I. Yeah, but as just like a fan, like it needs to matter. Hmm. And I was going to say like a Penn State National Championship, but I'll be honest. 
I don't think I would enjoy a neutral site as much as I would. Like we were the 12 seed and beat the one seed in the playoff at home. That's the better than winning the environment just matters more to me. In yeah, it sucks that they could never do it like that. Like they, it should be a home game. You know what I mean? Like they should play it like that, but they can't. Yeah. I Maybe the Rose Bowl, but outside of that, it's kind of like. Uh, they, they're not doing the national championship game at the, at the Rose Bowl, right? I feel like they should. I don't think so. I don't That's think they would. I don't think there's enough like uh, going on around it. Can't I feel like that's the that's the museum. Like I, that's the biggest yeah, college football stadium. Just, like, I don't think it can. There's too much corporate stuff going on for Pasadena. Flagship cards. Flagship cards says, "What order will the top three QBs go in the draft? What do I want, or what will actually happen?" I wonder what. I guess it depends who you consider the top three, right? Because I think. The first two are probably... I would just just pick the order you think they'll get drafted, regardless of who you think are three or four is. Bryce, CJ, Richardson. Where's Will Levis? I'm not going to react to new information. I can't just change my whole opinion based on... Let's go, my guy. Yeah. I would love that to be the case, and I really, really think CJ is 1A or 1B this class. So I think it would be a Zach Wilson-type miss if you take Will Levis. I'm just not going to say he's better than CJ Stroud. Throws the ball really far, though. Yeah, on his knees. That's great, man. I heard of Josh Allen. He throws the ball far, too. Yeah. Um, right now, yeah, I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna go slightly different than Lou. I really think CJ will end up going second. I think it'll be Bryce Young, Stroud, but I think Will Levis will be the third taken. Then I think it'll be Richardson and then Hooker. Five in the first round. Five in the first round sounds right. Could Yes, five, yeah. I got... Bryce Young, Stroud, Will Levis. Pretty straightforward. All right, Luke Sports Cards 10. Am I wrong for seeing the market increasing and getting hotter the past two months? You would know this better than me, Roy. Yeah, I don't know about hotter. Um, I've, I've talked about it before on the show. Like, number of transactions in the shop is certainly up. The number of, like, people buying something is certainly higher. I think if you watch a lot of the big auctions on some of the big cards, those continue to decrease from peak. Like, this card sells for this, and then it goes down on a lot of the cards. Not everything. This isn't a mass generalization, but a lot of them have gone down. Um, So it's interesting because, like, those drop, but the number of transactions, I think people are getting smarter with their money, but I also think the hobby is a you know, is more affordable than it was during peak COVID. Like hobby boxes don't come out at, you know, $2,000 for a box of Prism like they did in during COVID. Like that is very different. Um, you know, Prism footballs like 700 bucks a box. Like that's a third of what it used to be during, you know, the peak. So I, I think it's allowing people to really partake in the hobby more, which is good as there's a lot of product, like a lot of cards to, you know, get involved in. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure I would say hotter, but I don't think it's like, like I'm not sitting here being like, oh man, like nobody's buying anything. Like there's definitely a lot of, we, our number of transactions across a lot of our business in multiple different places we sell, right? Obviously, uh, whatnot being a big one, the shop being a big one, those are our biggest two. Like those, the number of transactions is certainly up on both of those from, you know, 60 days ago or six months ago. It's, it's certainly, it certainly has gone up. Card Ladder has the major indexes over the last month, and I'll just pull out a couple. This is one month 
percentage change for indexes. TCG 83 is up two and a half percent. Entertainment is up 1.3. Pokemon is down half a percent. Football is down 1.7 percent. Baseball is down 2.3 percent. The card ladder 50, just kind of an index of 50 cards, is down 3.5 percent. Soccer is down 3.9 percent. Hockey's down 5.8%. Wow. Yeah, again, it doesn't seem like it's like way up across scale, but um, again, I still think there's people buying and selling cards. I think it's a, I think it's a hobby, mar- uh, it's a hobby or it's a healthy market right now. Aligned. Again, it, we talked about this when like COVID was a thing, like cards doing this forever. That's not sustainable. That's not healthy. Like things don't go up in perpetuity forever. Like that's just not how it works. Um, so th- ebbs and flows in the market, things going down that don't perform, things going up that perform. Like that that's that's good for the market. That's how it should work. DMB, how did Lou become an Astros fan? I think I've told the story before, but um, I was without a baseball team. In like 2011, I was a Yankees fan when I was a young kid. I had the Derek Jeter autographs. I had the I had the pinstripe wallpaper. I was young and dumb, and that's what happens when you're a kid and you're you grow up in the New Jersey area. You root for the Yankees, and that's fine. I'm I'm okay with that. But I kind of like moved away from baseball. I actually went to a game once and I saw a guy get hit in the head with a comebacker, and it like scared me. And I stopped watching baseball for a while. But then like 2011. 2011, I was trying to get back into baseball. I was playing a lot of fantasy baseball, um, and my best friend Matt is an Astros fan, so I hopped on with them when they were like the worst of the worst, and that was kind of how it started. I love it. Started at the bottom, now you're here. Literally with the Astros. Go Yankees. My team. Yeah, your team. I don't really care about them. Drew B's sports card. Would Rodgers solidify his name as an all-time legend by taking the New York Jets to the Super Bowl? I will tattoo his face on my body if they win a Super Bowl. Jay, bookmark that. Yeah. Happy to get that tattoo. He didn't say win. He said take them. Oh, taking, no. But winning, I will tattoo him on my body. But but to answer the question, Rodgers goes to the Super Bowl. They don't win. They go to the Super Bowl with the Jets. Does that solidify him as an all-time quarterback? No, I don't think so. I mean, he is already already. an all-time quarterback. How high? How high are we talking? Top five. Oh, no. No. Right now? Yeah. He's won one Super Bowl. You think Aaron Rodgers is a top five all-time quarterback right this second? No, I all-time. I didn't say top five. I didn't put a number on it. I did. Yeah, Lou did. Well, I don't think he's a top five quarterback, but. 20? Yeah, I could get 20. I would say top 10. Talent wise, I get. I'd have to go look. You, you're probably right. I have to go look. I'm, you guys, the way you guys are reacting, I'm wrong. I'm fine with that. Yeah, he, he's good. Also, that's my guy, so I'll say whatever now. Yeah. All right, uh, Card Adam. If Leeds get relegated, will Lou keep supporting them, or will he be like Ryan and just pick <laughs> another team? Lou, um, let's just be very, very clear about this. Lou had a team and then changed it. Immediately, like he changed. They got their ass kicked this weekend. By the way, yeah, Did like, you see that? Let's not talk like like Ryan. Like Lou's already done this. He also liked Michigan, and when they weren't winning games, he's like, "Hey, my sister." No, nope, that's Georgia. not right. That's Go not right. Dogs. We have the clip. We have the clip. Yeah, my sister goes to Georgia. Go dogs. Yes, like, that's true. Not let's because not they talk about winning. like Ryan's the only person jumping teams here. I root for players because my team is so bad. I'll say this. I'll jo- I'll I'll join this crew. Growing up, my sports fandom. 
outside of the Yankees and and obviously Penn State football. My professional sports fandom, I guess mainly NFL, was based around NFL players. So when Larry Johnson went to the Kansas City Chiefs, I was a huge Chiefs guy. When LeVar Arrington went to the Redskins, I was a huge Redskins guy. And I just want to put that out there for because you guys were uh, yeah. Listen, so. anyone who says but that they weren't liking multiple teams when they were a kid, Larry Johnson is a liar. Was the boy, Larry Johnson was the guy. What's up with Larry Johnson these days, huh? He's somewhere chilling, bro. I don't know. He was like getting into domestic a little bit violence early. He was like a CTE before CTE was CTE. Whoa. Yeah, but isn't isn't there like some? Wasn't he saying like NFL is like rigged now or something like that? Wasn't there like a whole big? No, wasn't that uh, Arian Foster? Well, yes, but I also yeah, think Larry Arian Johnson Foster. did it. I think Larry Johnson did it first. Oh, I don't know. But I saw something that was a little 420, Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams got a bad rap, bro. Ricky Half Williams. the league gets stoned now, like and plays. Just think about that, like, the weed – like The weed thing? Like, KD does podcasts stone and is – No, but I'm just, stone. like, imagine – Allegedly. Like, I, I again – after being in cards consistently th- since 2006, I lived through the pr- I I lived through prime time Josh Gordon, prime time Josh Gordon. Like Josh Gordon was like the guy in the NFL yeah. and was in Cleveland. Do- I mean, dog. He was yeah. so good, but like couldn't stay he off the weed. weed. Just couldn't stay off the weed, and it like cost him like off the his, weed his career. Like a little Stephen A. But, Smith, stay off. But it's bullshit. The weed. It's but I'm bullshit. just saying, like, imagine if he was there now. Like, if that would have happened now, like, the same thing happened to Martavis Bryant. Like, just speaking stay of off the weed. Josh Gordon, what made me think of that was my one homie Flo is the biggest Josh Gordon fan I know, and would always have him on his fantasy team. Yahoo just announced they purchased this company, Wager, and they're doing peer-to-peer gambling integrated. So now, in season-long fantasy on Yahoo, you're going to be able to put legitimate wagers with whoever you're playing or players a week or a week. There's going to be a lot of fun, like peer to peer gambling in Yahoo. We need to start that for card talk. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like I won't lose money this week. Yeah. Right. You you don't want to gamble with me. (laughs) All right. Well, launch. I got to go to this super secret high important meeting. Yes. Uh, shout out to everybody for the questions. We do. uh, We do have a latest launch. It's a big week this week. Like, I don't think that can be understated. Bowman baseball comes out. Drew Jones first Bowman rookie autos. We 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 have one minute. We have to go. the The new thing where everything's a bounty. I'm over it. Sorry, you're over it. I'm over it. Interesting. A lifetime bounty for a million dollars for a Drew Jones super factor. It's a little ridiculous in my opinion too. Next. All right. Uh, Bowman's best university football. I talked about that earlier. Excited for that triple auto of Stroud, Bryce Young, uh, Caleb Williams. Think that'll be fun. I know there's some more Buckeyes in this. I don't know, Ty, if there's more Penn State or if there's more other players, but the checklist was deeper. Julian Fleming's in it. Jack Sawyer's in it. Those guys were not in uh, Bowman Chrome University. So shout out to uh, for, to Tops already for just getting more guys in this set. I think that'll be fun. Two autos a box. I would imagine it'll be around 150 a box. You've got Contenders Optic Football. If there's one thing I've learned about Lou over the years, he definitely appreciates a good Contenders Optic product. That's right. He's talked about that before. you got Tops UEFA Club Competition Soccer. Uh, you've got Upper Deck S or Upper Deck Skybox, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. 
Uh, you've got Panini UFC Prism, Sage Hit High Series Football Blasters, and Tops Athlete Unlimited All Sports. So quite a bit of product this week. I think Topps the highlights Athlete here. Athlete Unlimited All Sports? Yep, that's what it says. Yeah, look at that. Couple highlights: Bowman baseball, Contenders optic football, Bowman's best university football, and Panini Prism UFC. So certainly a big, big release week. That's good stuff. We have to go, but we're gonna have to do some research into this all sports thing because there's things going on here. All right, well we'll look into that. We'll uh, we'll talk about it next week. But shout out to everybody who made it this far. Jam packed episode, but we'll see you guys next week. Peace, Peace and love. love. Wow, jinx. Wow, same time. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.